3: Was not the ideal outcome of tonight's game. Welcome into another post-game edition of the PHNX Dbacks podcast, right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montilla, occasionally known as your mayor of the postseason. This man next to me is the hot tag and uh, occasional tag team champion of the postseason. DNVR's very own Patrick Lyons, of course. Jesse Friedman, hopefully, will be joining us at some <laughs> point. I say that not as if something bad is going to happen to Jesse, but you know. This episode might not be as long as some of the victorious ones, because tonight there really isn't a lot to talk about. I mean, for the most part, it was a disappointing loss and a disappointing night uh, for Zach Gallon on the mound. And even though the results don't look great, I really feel like Zach Gallon, especially early on, kind of uh, got done dirty. You know, uh, we, we we saw Kyle Schwarber get that little dribbler to start things off uh, that Honestly, look like an absolute, you know, uh, out, uh, especially with Kyle Schwarber running to first base. And of course, uh, he would later run uh, score a run as well as uh, another run would score in the first inning. And the Phillies would once again have an early lead. Diamondbacks offense didn't show up in this one. So uh, there's plenty blame. I guess you could spread around. The team was not uh, very good. Uh, in this game, offensively, Zach Gallen wasn't very good on the mound, and it resulted in a six to one loss. Uh, Alec Thomas did add a solo shot, and he continues to be uh, incredibly surprising during the postseason. But outside of that, the offense was really just inactive.
2: Well, they they ended up getting more hits than the Phillies, nine to eight, but none of them were really ever together, right? Mm. They had all these innings. I think they had four innings in a row where they. Would be one out singles, uh, one after another. There's a one out double in there. But they weren't able to put them back to back against yeah. Zach Wheeler. Uh and you know, he was able to kind of say, all right, I'll, I'll give up a single here or there. But it, that was that was it, uh, other than that Thomas home run. So you know, it it does go to show you that you know, batting average isn't <laughs> that important. That's that's what Sabermetrics is all about, basically saying yeah. like you could have a better batting average than the other team. But it doesn't mean you're going to win the game. You'll only win it so many times. If you have a better on-base percentage, you have a higher likelihood of winning. If you have a better slugging percentage, but if you have a better OPS, then you are more likely to win 70-some percent of the time. I don't know what the numbers are exactly, but that's why there's so much more value put on getting on base, not making it out. And then when you do get a hit, it's for extra bases. That's way more valuable than just getting a hit or not
3: and that seemed to be the case the diamondbacks just could not put those hits together when they mattered uh and again they could not really uh put put up those big runs put those big innings together they score, like i said just the one run but there's also uh zach gallon you know and i mean there's going to be a lot of talk about gallon uh somebody said gallon is not uh the ace and honestly at least right now in the postseason yeah you could say that gallon has not had much success here in the postseason he also didn't have much success in the last month leading up to to the the playoffs so i mean you 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 could look at what merrill kelly did for this team and also how brandon fought has pitched uh in the postseason in his his starts and yeah i mean gallon gallon continued to struggle he went six innings tonight he gave up six hits Four earned, two walks, just one strikeout. Uh, Gallon has a 5.24 ERA this postseason, as BC there uh, gives us that Dodgers information. Dodgers fan, by the way. What's that? Dodgers fan, BC. I appreciate you the way. being here, DC. <laughs> uh, back-to-back home runs in the six to Kyle Schwarber and and uh, Bryce Harper that really seemed to be the dagger in this one, right? That seemed to be yeah. where like this game went from at least – Looking like the Diamondbacks could could muster up a comeback to really feeling like oh here we go again you know here here go the the home run derby from the Phillies
2: and, and the thing about Gallon Star too that uh, Jesse Friedman pointed out only struck out one batter like wasn't you know missing the bats as much as he definitely has in the past in fact uh, in in his career. He had never struck out less than two in a game, so yeah. only one tonight. It's wild. Obviously, kind of being critical, you know. Defense was okay; it was fine. There was a, you know, Marte error in there at at some point, but just just putting the ball in play it can do wonders. And you know, it, it it didn't do wonders for the the Diamondbacks tonight, uh, despite you know again the fact that they did have those those nine hits, didn't steal any bases again. That's Bryce Harper has more stolen bases in this series. He's stolen home more t- the exact same amount of times as the entire Diamondbacks team has stolen any bases. Two for Harper, one for the Diamondbacks in the NLCS. You ready to talk about Bryce Harper?
3: Bryce Harper punched fucking Gabriel Moreno in the goddamn mouth. Are we not going to talk about that? Can we talk about it? Can we talk about it? Can we talk about him knocking Gabby Moreno out? He fucking knocked him out. Cold cock. Cold cocked him. But that's fine because he checked on him, right? So everything's okay because oh, he checked on sweet. him. How sweet. Oh, how sweet. Isn't that cute? Are you fucking kidding me? How is that I cool? don't have any ones tonight, but... That, oh, man. that was
2: uh, that Beautiful. was a a wild play to to say the least in the first inning that pushed the second round. that was the,
3: stop beating up Gabby stop beating up
2: Gabby my God that was the game winning run that was the game winning run it was a double steal on that and Marte cuts in front of second base and they say all right we don't need to get stopped let's get that out at the plate good throw Uh Gabby's not able to to hold on to it but it does appear as if there's somewhat of a running lane now. Uh, Moreno and catching the ball moved oh, his body kind yeah. of where where the chalk is on no. that line between third and I'm home No, nah, I'm not ready but it, to but I'm it's, not ready to be still, reasonable about this Harper had the had that outside lane and he didn't exactly slide like his no, feet his torso sli- was over exactly his feet he didn't
0: exactly slide he didn't slide at all he went he went arms first arm first uh straight into forearm. his mouth. yeah uh, and they didn't even look at it they didn't even look. That at That is it. really surprising. That
3: all I heard was "Lariato" in my head. "Lariato."
0: I, I don't understand I how you ke- don't take a look at that.
2: That was that was kind of, of wild. How how that that play ended up going when when it happened initially, I just thought there was like kind of incidental contact. Yeah. But then once you see the replay, it's pretty clear. Harper's like, "Hey, you know what? Actually, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this line, and if there's contact, I'm not gonna get the brunt of it." Yeah and and again maybe that's some that's old school instincts but there's a rule in place specifically for this so that we don't have really good players or even just have injuries guys uh, suffering some some you know head damage and and trauma and we know Moreno that's yeah. happened to him a lot all throughout these playoffs. I mean, he took a foul ball even later on. Like, he's I mean, really gotten beat and up. And
0: Thunderbolt's right, too. I just have to say that real quick, is that Thunderbolt's right. He's saying no one did anything about it. Yeah. You have to protect Gabby there in that situation.
3: Someone has to come out of the dugout. Dugout's benches clear. What do you want? Throwing out Harper next time he's up? What do we want to do here for retaliation? And,
2: and the, the the message that was just up on the screen by Fly High, I, I don't know that that was a slide. Again, go back and, and look at that. And I will every say, every right to slide like that was, but that wasn't a if it wasn't a slide, then I don't. You try, know, try, try, there try are rules and, in place. There are rules in place so that you you don't make contact like that.
3: Well, trying to be realistic here, mm-hmm. I mean, if, if if we really want to blame anybody, it was tell Marte for that throw that put Gabriel Moreno right there. But again, it's a bang bang play. You're just trying to get out. You're not really, you know, it's not it's not like anybody's fault. It's not even really Bryce Harper's fault. The way that whole thing went uh you know they absolutely there wasn't even anything you could do oh shut up sean get can we ban Dude, sean what a from, loser what a loser this guy sean Fuck is get out, out of here, here sean soft this is soft oh yeah oh yeah we don't we don't want our our catchers getting concussed sean yeah anyway uh like i it's i can't believe i used to do a show with that guy it's crazy you think you know a guy? You think you know a guy, Damon? Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, the way that that play happened. That was happened, wild. Yeah, Harper, <laughs> Harper, Harper, like when you watch it, there's it, it It sucks the way it did, and yeah, it does absolutely in slow motion look like he comes in with the forearm, you know, but realistically, he was just running home, and that's the way that that play went. But again, uh, Gabriel Moreno is so important to this team that if anything bad happens to him, so help me God, I won't be able to restrain Damon. I'm just saying. Um, they they need Moreno. I mean, I,
2: he he reached base in five consecutive at bats. I think he had he had hits in in four of those fives, like in consecutively, going back to the end of game three when he had, he doubled late. So he's you know, that move to to place him third in the lineup by Tori, you know, has has been absolutely perfect, getting Tommy Pham out of there, and then even in today's lineup, getting Tommy Pham out of the game, but that meant Paven Smith in there, and you know, he was kind of the hotter hand. And unfortunately, you know, I don't know if the moment was too big for him, but Pavin unfortunately didn't come through when he had a couple opportunities. He fooled us all.
3: No, Pavin's been playing well, but yeah, of course, we are the ones that absolutely uh, were. I think I said we're craving Pavin, and I feel like a fool for that, but uh, it's not just Pavin that didn't show up today. Uh, a lot of this team uh, continued to not show up. Corbin Carroll remains inactive on the base path, and I know that's uh, infuriating. Uh, to watch for yeah. fans, I know it's it's frustrating for us to watch here. You want to see Corbin doing something that, uh, again, even if he does, uh, even if he does get get out, you know, get thrown out, you just kind of want to see him making something happen. You yeah. know what I mean? You want to see him try to make something happen. He reached base twice. You know, yeah.
2: had the uh, the hit right to lead off the game. Yeah. So I mean, right away right from the get go, so it was like, okay, this is exactly what we talked about in the pregame and kind of embracing the chaos. Creating the chaos, and they they haven't been doing that, and so I'm, I, it is a little confusing that Wheeler and Riamuto dangerous combination there, but it does feel like with Wheeler on the on the mound, a guy who just really doesn't give up anything, one run could be the difference. Now at that point, Diamondbacks are already down two nothing, so you do need more than just the one run. That being said, it just really is strange that the Lourdes Gurriel stolen base. Uh, Layton, I think game three, yeah. that's been the only stolen base mm-hmm. of this entire series for the Diamondbacks. And again, Bryce Harper, two stolen bases, one of which was home plate. It's tonight. wild.
3: It's wild. Um, and again, uh, I think somebody said it in the chat there. Gallon, the Philly definitely has Gallon's uh, number at this point. Uh, and, and Gallon has been pitching against Zach Wheeler, who was once again excellent. So you got to give credit where credit's due because Zach Wheeler has been absolutely holding this Diamondbacks offense, uh, to, to minimal runs scored um he's been doing an excellent job on the mound for Philly but I mean the Diamondbacks again you saw them try to be patient at times uh you did see them get those hits but the hits just never really seemed like they were they were dangerous substantial enough yeah they weren't connected they weren't a dangerous (laughs) team tonight you know um but Gatel Marte he did extend his hitting streak to 14 games and he Mm -hmm. continues to to hit and and at least consistently be a part of the offense where you take a look at you know the rest of the box score for the d-backs and you know there's just a lot of guys that didn't get a hit paven smith no hits evan longoria no hits uh and then just kind of uh one hit you know for everybody else nothing nothing out of the box but of course we do have to give our king snake to someone and uh that someone yeah, tonight is the one and only alec thomas Uh, He had the big home run. He put up the Diamondbacks only run tonight. And I mean, again, it's just wild that Alec Thomas continues to be able to show off this power here in the postseason. Uh, It's just unfortunate that, you know, he's he's seemingly the only one kind of stepping it up here offensively.
2: Jerry P, I have to say, Geraldo Perdomo. Definitely uh, been appreciating his play defensively at shortstop. And at the play, he did have two hits tonight. So yeah. uh, that that's good on him. And, and that's, that's what you want your number nine hitter. I mean, getting on base and then you got Corbin Carroll and then Mr. Hit Streak and Cattell Marte batting second. You know, your your best pound for pound hitter and Gabby Moreno coming up after that. Like, that's a combination that you say, okay, th- we should be able to get a run or two in. Uh, and unfortunately, they just weren't able
3: to string those hits yeah. together and, and put pressure on the Phillies. Tim said it right there. Uh, they, they out hit us nine hits to eight hits. This game should have been much closer than it was. And really everything you've said is the, is, you know, the, the tail of the tape. Uh, the Diamondbacks were two for seven with runners in scoring position tonight. Uh, they had the, the one double from Christian Walker and that's their only extra base hit outside of Alec Thomas's home run. So it, it was really just about not really having any opportunities, leaving a lot of guys on base and. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, what he, Aaron, Aaron said it. Wheeler's NLCS MVP. Uh, he has been just outstanding, and again, and, even with giving up those hits, he's been able to keep the runs off the board.
2: Yeah, I, I, is he the MVP? And I don't know that it matters, and we need to take any time. I mean, Kyle Schwarber, his fifth, oh, home, run, his five fifth home, home run. Kyle Schwarber's fifth home run of that series of the yeah. series. Uh, he has twenty home runs in his postseason career. A guy Most that came of, in hitting of, below two hundred this season. By the way, why Sorry did to cut Sean you off? have
0: to call him fat in the middle of our season? Oh, that was a really big mistake, yeah. wasn't
3: it? There's a lot of things Sean did to really. When you think about it. Yeah, run things kind of off course for us, including leaving the show. Uh, he's somewhere in Missouri, I think, right now. I hope he's happy with his actions, but we're not really happy with what happened here with the Diamondbacks tonight. Uh, Damon almost refused to make a uh, King Snake graphic. He was just like, for why? What are we doing? For what reason?
0: Give it to uh, Garrett Stubbs, the best cheerleader in uh, the sport.
3: Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, Damon uh, has some thoughts on Garrett Stubbs. Oh man, it, we don't we don't need to get Damon started on Garrett Stubbs, or honestly Zach Gallon for that matter, because he has some thoughts on Zach Gallon. Are
2: you well. are you producing any shows tomorrow? Because I know you're gonna be sustained up all night. You had a video package, I believe you're working on. Is that correct? Uh, I'll
3: be doing the uh, PHNX
0: Cardinal show tomorrow. Yeah. I'll make sure to tune in for that pregame, yeah. halftime, game. But uh, as
3: well as that, um, yeah, we were thinking about cooking <laughs> something up for Garrett Stubbs. <laughs> okay, uh, Nick B says it really well, though. I mean. uh, uh, this has been a great series between the two best teams in the national league. And, uh, you could, once again, uh, that's just a reminder that the timebacks absolutely deserve to be here. Uh, no matter how this series goes, uh, <laughs> wait, Damon? Wait, wait, wait a minute. There's a comment from Sean that says Damon was calling him fat on Man. Thursday in person. Just... Damon, do you want to tell us something?
0: I mean, at least we won that baseball game, <laughs> fellas. What are we talking about?
2: We won. Oh my God. Oh boy. Well the Turncoats at this
3: company. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's what that's what happens. Sometimes. Now there
2: there was another interesting moment early on in the game, and so you know, obviously, whenever you have a situation like this with a smaller market team, large market team, and you know, there's all those not conspiracies, but there's those obvious thoughts of like, oh man you know, Astros, Phillies, like a, a rematch, like, oh, that might do pretty good numbers. Rangers, Diamondbacks, like, what? Yeah, uh, Would people watch that? Yes, I, I think they would. Baseball fans would. Sports fans would. But sure, you might get a little bit extra oomph if you've got someone like the Astros and the Phillies. And so when you have the play at the plate like you do with Bryce Harper and you say, they're not even going to review that at all, uh, you know, because possibly Harper would, would be ejected from the game. And so that would... You know, that could shift things just a little bit in Game 5, and therefore the series, if the Diamondbacks were to go up 3-2. There was another moment, too, in the top of the third where Trey Turner was uh, punched out by home plate umpire Lance Barksdale. He was not happy with that call. It looked like it may have been a little bit inside. I don't think it uh, it got a piece of the black, but the announcers actually on TBS did call this out saying, you know what, if this was a regular season game, Trey Turner might have gotten tossed. And so you say... Is that two gifts now in the early going for the Phillies? That 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 might be more for for you and Damon to answer, Derek.
3: I I, I have no part in any of this. Um, but I just want to say, uh, I blame it all on Damon. Is That fair?
0: That's so unfair. Is the it? one game I went to, we hit a walk off magic. Yeah, we. magic's in the air. No. Yeah, we, we hit a walk off. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> As a part of the team, me and Garrett Stubbs have the, an equal contribution to this NLCS. That is a fact, Patrick, and you know it.
2: I kind of can't argue that. I mean, I you both say, have the same amount of plate appearances. Can you I fact will say check that. it?
3: You can fact I, check I, it. Yeah, right. facts. Right. Uh, I like Nick B's attitude. He said, let's not worry about uh, next season until this season is over. And yes, uh, this is uh, definitely not over, but things aren't looking great going back to Philadelphia and trying to win two there not the best environment Oof. and we know what their track record is for winning at home so wow. uh definitely we 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 even said even if the Diamondbacks win tonight it's still an uphill battle to go to Philadelphia and try to take one of those two games there so uh this this is a tall task but again they still have uh they still have a chance in it dominic says blame marte for that god awful throw uh, yes, there was you're you're not right about that or wrong about that Marte had a couple of god-awful throws in fact So that's not even the only one at all. But uh, yeah, for sure <laughs> um, The umps tried to give it to D backs all game. That's the craziest comment. I think I've read this entire night that's insanity. But Dude, We
0: got Phillies players out there playing a WWE wrestling yeah, match, cold cocking yeah, our yeah. catcher in the also, middle of the
3: field. Also, Trey Turner literally screaming in an umpire's face and not getting ejected is uh, it's exactly, a it's a look. It's what happened. I'm not saying it shouldn't happen to the playoffs. I want to see guys get ejected, but I mean, shit, man, screaming in an umpire's face. Uh, Like that during the regular season, that's definitely going to get you tossed, but uh, all right. Uh, And then Jai says, when you lose, feels like you won't win again and vice versa. Playoffs are like that because it's the offs. Let's go. Uh, Thank you, Caleb Lindsay for your super chat. He says, where's flex? We need to talk. Uh, Yeah, we need talk. We need flex in here. Uh, Well, flex wasn't in the building. So technically uh, he, he tried to do his best to not, uh, cost this, uh, cost the, I was going to say Suns cause I'm just so used to saying he's costing the Suns uh, to say cost the Diamondbacks of the game. But I,
2: mean, I think, I think everyone, you know, in, in, in the fan community has to take some blame at some point. Like we think we all do something different. So I'll, I'll go first and say, if, if I. You know, did I jinx the Diamondbacks? I did bring the sandals back. I did bring the sandals Mm. back for this one. And I had been shamed into wearing sneakers. I had been shamed into going back to the sneakers for the last two games. And the Diamondbacks did win. So you know what? I'll take that blame on me. Yeah. Damon, Derek, would you guys like to say what, you know, you contributed or, or, or how you kind of jinxed the team, if you will? What did you do differently? David, Derek, I know you shared. I know you shaved. That was kind of... Not a great move. It's
3: mustache. I don't understand. We've been doing stash, playoff stashes this whole time. And now I'm villainized because I just, I just went a little baby, baby fresh on the rest of it. You know, I cut my, I cut my chin for this team. I sacrificed myself. <laughs> uh, and I also blame Espo. Uh, so yeah, we're, we can just blame Espo, but I'll tell you this much. This team's still a dangerous team. It's still Don't it. forget It's not that. over. It is not, not, not over. over. And, uh, of course, you do not want to sleep on a dangerous team, so make sure you get the shirt for a dangerous team right now. Uh, go get that shirt. We are fucking dangerous, uh, and that might we might still be dangerous in Philadelphia. Who knows? Uh, but, of course, if you have not uh, signed up for a Die Hard membership yet, you can sign up today, and you'll get that shirt for free as part of your Die Hard membership. If you are Die Hard, you'll get 20% off all that shirt and all of the other wonderful shirts we have in our PHNX locker uh, we also thank you guys for being here right now on the PHN Exports YouTube channel. Uh, thank all of you for subscribing. If you don't uh, subscribe already, make sure to do so now. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our wonderful shows go live. Leave us a review. We always appreciate that on the audio side. And also subscribe uh, over there as well. Uh, make sure to check out DraftKings, of course. Not only do they make the MLB playoffs more fun, but of course, the NFL season is going strong and DraftKings. Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. DraftKings isn't stopping there. For all customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. So make sure uh, to check out for those uh, and opt-in for those sweeteners and make some money. Uh, Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code PHNX. New customers can score that $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet 5 on the NFL, that's code PHNX only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Um, people are blaming me. It's Derek's fault. Oh, it's Bronson. Uh, yeah, like uh, Bronson, I'll have him block you. I know. I know you don't belong here. You're just a Philadelphia native that wants to come here to troll me, like most of the Phillies fans do. But uh, when it comes to DraftKings, make sure uh, to uh. uh Use that code of PHNX to get that $200 instantly in bonus bets. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. Visit 1 800.Gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY. Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner, Partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours as, after issuance. See sportsbook.com, DraftKings, uh, draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Uh, also, what is happening? What are you giggling about over there?
0: It ain't over till the fat
3: Schwarber sings. Okay. yeah.
0: <laughs> See, hey you guys, now. you're just
3: making it worse. Hey you're now. just making it worse now. But o- what
0: uh, <laughs> What is there even to make worse at
3: this point? Know, like, yeah. he owns us. Yeah, that is Kyle true. Kyle Schwarber's he an animal. He absolutely owns five us. Five bombs? Yeah, yeah. Five, five bombs in one series. Yeah, it's, Five. We said to walk him beforehand. We tried to say to walk him, but I guess that wouldn't have worked because that— you know, that that little single he had the first, uh, he scored on that. So it's
2: uh, maybe it's not crazy. It is, but maybe you go, well, you walk him and even if Turner hits a double, Schwarber's still gonna be on third base. And then you gotta face Bryce Harper. So like it, the lineup is is just made to hit this postseason. Yeah. I think they had hit sixteen yeah. consecutive solo home runs. Like they just mash. And when when you hit more home runs than, than the other team in the postseason, you're gonna win more games. When you score first, you're gonna win more games. And that's just what the the Phillies are doing in the series. Up three games to two yeah. going into uh, Monday afternoon. It's not a night game on Monday either. It is a that's 207 start on Monday. It is.
3: Right? Or no, is it? Yeah, 207. 207. Local time. Local time. So five o seven 07. Phoenix, in, that's right. Uh, Philadelphia. Uh, We don't have to worry about going to that game uh, here in Phoenix. But if you're in Philadelphia, you want to get tickets, uh, go to GameTime.co. You can uh, get tickets for that event. You can save money. You probably won't be getting $12 tickets like we got for one of our daytime games. But uh, you will get some cheaper tickets. It is the place for last-minute ticket deals, and it's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. So don't miss out. Get your tickets for less there. You can snag the tickets without the stress with time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. And there you go. That's for you guys. You guys can use it too. We see, we love you guys too. It's nice. Uh you can use that code of PHNX. Again, terms do apply. Create an account, redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Well, I'm not sad enough already. So uh why don't we look at the updated playoff bracket? Because that's gonna make me feel even sadder. Yeah hmm there it is uh,
2: the diamondbacks did not follow suit of what the astros did Yeah, they astros were supposed to won. Do what the astros
3: did yeah astros that's... and
2: d won games three and four astros won in game five diamondbacks did not win
3: game five yeah that was the recipe i yeah. think <laughs> yeah i just uh i hate this i hate the direction it's going uh and you gotta
2: I actually, wait. You gotta wait like forty eight hours. That's the other thing too. Yeah. You got Sunday, which okay, it's a good day to, to recoup to recover, but yep. you wanna flush losses like this so that you can get on to the next one, but
3: you gotta wait a while and you gotta win two in Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, mm. we do have some videos from the clubhouse, of course. I think we do have Alec Thomas on this Diamondbacks team's mindset heading here into uh, game six.
1: We just gotta give it our best shot. We gotta um know rally together and, and find a way to to win a ball game and just take it one step at a time one one day at a time and um, one at bat at a time too so um just gotta you know rally together and you know believe in ourselves and, and try to get this thing done
3: i mean i don't think i like i guess I, I understand that they have to discuss confidence and yeah it's it's hard to maintain your confidence against the team that right when you think you're you're matching them right when you think you're playing them well. Yeah, they put a six to one loss on you. Right, and honestly, a night where outside of that man talking, it didn't really feel like the Diamondbacks had anything cooking. You know, again, it was a, it, it was a. It was a smattering of hits that everybody kind of got sure. one. So it's not like it's like okay, the 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 team you know went quiet collectively, but they kind of did. You know, and and nobody could get that big hit. Nobody could seem to make anything happen at any point. Um, and I mean, I, I guess the idea here is you still have to believe that you are that team that won games three and four and that you can get back to those ways no matter where you're playing them, regardless of if you're playing them here in Phoenix or in Philadelphia.
2: And the fact that you are amongst the final four teams, you, yeah. you are the the last two in the National League like that obviously means something. And so, you know, you have a lot of confidence and I, th- I think the Diamondbacks believe they belong and. I think anyone watching should should believe that. Obviously, there are those doubts with the with only eighty four wins in the regular season, but we have a playoff system and a, and a format saying, "Hey, the six best team deserves to get in, and if they can grind through, you know, a, a wild card round." all of which is played on the road, they they deserve to stay alive. And the Diamondbacks have stayed alive in that capacity. So they got a ton of confidence, and I think they can you know build on it and not be like, well, they're way better than us. Well, Aaron Nola is a, is a new guy. They're not facing Zach Wheeler again in this series. But they can look and say, well, you know, we did have nine hits. Okay, that was valuable. That was important. Yeah. You know, how much of, of Zach Gallen's performance tonight... Could you maybe tie on the fact that, well, the bullpen, unfortunately, you know, you couldn't get a ton out of them because of what happened in game four, that being a bullpen game. And guys would have had their their best guys in the back of the bullpen would have had to have gone three days in a row. Not a great recipe for success there. So you needed six innings. That's what we said. You gotta get at least six innings. They did, yeah. but it ended up being four runs. Yeah, and you go, ah, oh, by that point it was almost too far out of reach. You know, would Torrey have done something before then? Possibly. We'll never know. But he will have that option in Game 6 with those guys basically having two days off today. Uh, guys like Thompson, Ginkle, Saul Frank, if you want to go back to him, as yeah. well as the savior, Paul Seewald. he's They're going to have off today. They'll have off on, on Sunday, and they'll be back and, and fresh and ready to go. And uh, you got a decent shot at at maybe stealing one at Citizens Bank Park. And then it's 50-50 in Game 7.
3: Yeah. Uh, Carlos said, I understand what Alec is saying, but it feels, uh, oh, it disappeared on me. There it goes. Uh, but it feels like you don't need to band together. You need to get pissed off and use that fire. And yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Tori talked about the, the, the star of tonight's show, Garrett Stubbs, uh, his comments about going to party in the pool and how that put a chip on their shoulder and how they use that to motivate them. And you know, that, that needs to be a thing that carries over to more than just one game. But here is our young king Alec Thomas once again talking more about the confidence level uh, of the team
1: uh, all the confidence in the world I think uh, you know we've always believed in ourselves um, you know since day one so um, you know this isn't new to us we've we've been in a situation where we've been down before so are in you know in the in the regular season and uh, I know it's going to be a tough atmosphere in, in Philly but um, I believe in these guys and we're never going to give up
3: uh, we also have been asking a lot of questions about Corbin Carroll not running so far in the series. I know you guys have had questions about it. I know we have. And Corbin Carroll discussed uh, not running so far in this uh, NLCS.
1: To be to be honest, like uh, you know, teams know that I run. And so Philly's done a good job of, of just making their pitchers be pretty quick to play. You know, Wheeler was between 1-2 and low 1-3s to the plate tonight. And you know, you, you do the math with JT behind there, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's tough to, to run on that. Um, but, you know, what I've got to remind myself there is, you know, I'm doing my job. By, by him being quicker to the plate, by, by changing his tempo, um, you know, the hope is that uh, there's an extra ball or two up the heart of the plate for for the hitter to get the job done, and so uh, you know, as as frustrating as it is to just kind of sit there, that's kind of what I have to remind myself, and you know what, 1K reminds me as well.
2: It it really sounds there like the risk isn't worth the reward. Yeah, is is basically what Corbin I feel like is saying of like, huh, oh, man, it's uh you know Yamuto is great behind the plate. Zach Wheeler holds runners really well. He uh, he, he he differs uh, each time he goes to the plate, so you can't really get into that rhythm. Uh, And Carol's leads have been fine, but he seems like he might be a little uncomfortable over there doing that thing because everyone knows he's going. And so does that put a little pressure on him? I I don't know. And so the risk, I guess, Tory and Corbin doesn't feel is is worth the reward and – you know, with Cattell with Marte hitting behind him, there's been some occasions you don't to take the bat out of his hand. But yeah. again, if he's on second base, that is a run-scoring single. It's not if he's still on first base. It's just runners on first and second, and that's not going to get the job done.
3: It also just feels like it's part of their DNA. So you're just actively avoiding one of the factors right. of your game what got that you here? brought you success to get to this point. And that's not just in, in the NLCS. That's been in the postseason. That's been in the regular season. It's it's just something that this team can't do. I mean, I get it, though, you know, especially when you look at the numbers of Corbin and Cattell heading into the series. They were responsible for the majority of the offense, and a big part of that was the fact that they were hitting. It wasn't necessarily needing to do it with with stolen bases, and I think Corbin even got caught stealing during um, one of his only attempts during the postseason. So, I mean, again, I, I think that it's... it's <sighs> you know, we talked about that balance of handing the baton off to the next guy and not feeling like you need to do everything, but someone like Corbin also has to utilize his skill set and what he does well in order to try to make something happen, especially Mm -hmm. when the offense is struggling to get going. It feels like this team at times when they get that stolen base that causes the catcher to make that throw that misses and goes out to the outfield. Uh, and then they take third and then all of a sudden everything starts falling in their direction, you know, and I know that's Not the case in in every game, but it seemed to be the case with their offense quite a bit this season. Uh, But Corbin did have more on facing elimination uh, against this Phillies team in game six and also his own game.
1: It's just it's just baseball at the end of the day. um, You control what you can control. You know, I'm I'm not pleased with my performance at this point in the series, but, you know, I, I feel like I've done a good job of sticking with my process. And, you know, that's the piece of it I can control. And so, um, you know, I just have to trust that and stay right there.
3: Oh, if we could only just worry about the things that we can control, you know, but we can't. Control
2: the controllables. Yeah. And look, the Phillies yeah. are fine with taking that risk. I mean, you you saw it in that first inning. They're up one nothing. Hey, let's kind of put our knee on their neck just a little bit. And, and I'm sure Damon would say that, you know, Bryce Harper maybe did that literally. Uh, but that's what Damon Why would are say. are are giving him more elbow.
3: gasoline, more, more of an elbow. This elbow man is already unhinged, and I you're like just it when he gets gassed up. Him? I yeah. really like it when he gets gassed <laughs> up. And more of an elbow in the jaw.
2: <laughs> you said you said it was a forearm shiver earlier, yeah. didn't you?
0: Forearm shiver, whole yeah. yeah, cock in the shiver. jaw. Yeah.
2: But Phillies are up one nothing. They say, "All right, stop. you're you're going to go and force something." And sure enough, they throw down. You take home, and and that's what they did. And that's Bryce Harper doing that. You know, that that's actually the second time, right? That he's He's well, not stolen home, but he's basically, you know, used his legs to score a run. Yeah. He's done it a couple times this series. And, and what you know, was the that stat, The already? only
3: player since Jackie Robinson was oh. steal home in the postseason? Was that that's that stat. Cogs get in here. The, Come here. the oldest Come here, player,
2: Cogs. the oldest player to steal home in the World Series. Harper's 31. Jackie Robinson did at age 35. Look at,
3: look at what we have, folks. We finally have a beer bat. You He's are a gem. One. You are an angel. <laughs> Cogs, now Big we Cog, have win, right? face. Get face. There you Yeah, go. Get your face in here, buddy. This is the one and only Cogs, uh, uh, the only I think the only the only man to receive the King Snake. He tried to bring the monkey, the Rally Monkey. We've converted this <laughs> Rally Monkey to a Diamondback Rally Monkey. Uh, unfortunately, uh, didn't do us much justice tonight. But this beer bat's going to come in handy. Let me tell you, my friend. Look at that. Thank you. How many ounces is that thing? By, thing, by the way. Uh, it's, a it's, a it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And, uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'll pour some beer in there later. We'll get that thing going. But. thank you
2: for reminding me by the way. So, so I, I love the, I love the Bryce Harper stealing home stat again. Cause it's Jackie Robinson, 1955. Everyone has seen that stolen base. He steals home for the Brooklyn Dodgers uh, in the 65 world series Yogi Berra. Like it looks like he's out by a mile. Yogi Berra gets livid and he starts chaw- John at the ump. That's the that's the the play by play clip that's used in Meatloaf's uh, what well, I I can't think of the name of the song. Like I would know. I this is you don't know the Meatloaf song? It's, they play it much... at every wedding. Oh, is let it? me sleep on it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Uh-huh. They do the whole thing about like uh, Johnny Robinson dances off third base and he's going home. He's going to steal home. Stop right there. I gotta know
3: right now. Patrick, have you ever thought you know too much about baseball? Before we go any further, I was just Derek. Yeah. Do you love me? Oh, God. Will you love me forever? No, but I love the man that's about to join us. But before we get to him, I I got to give a shout out to our friends at four peaks i Ooh. love you too you know that but four love peaks too, i love more than both of you four <laughs> peaks is the official craft beer of the arizona diamondbacks and it's the official craft beer of derek montia make sure to pick some up wherever you get your beers wherever your, whatever grocery store you buy your beers at you can also check out their eighth street pub because they have all sorts of fun events you can also get wonderful chicken tendies and all of their delicious beers on tap find out what your new favorite is you also have uh of course the, the, the GOAT, Kilt Lifter, which has been perfect at tailgates for over 25 years. And they have the Pumpkin Porter, which is right now uh, available in shell on shelves and in draft lines throughout the Valley. So visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. Steinholding, Oktoberfest, and Haunted Brewery tours are all right around the corner. So check out at Four Peaks Brewer at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or older to drink Four, Pe- Four Peaks and please drink responsibly. Um, also... Again, a great place to buy your Four Peaks at Circle K, and this guy will absolutely bash Wawa right here during this ad. Uh, and I don't, I don't I've want I've never said smoke. a bad
2: thing about Wawa. I don't no, smoke with people show. that live
3: in Pennsylvania. No studies,
2: okay. studies, show. studies oh, show. really? It was a yeah, surveys. No no, no, no,
3: it was it was studies, That's scientific studies. I yeah. saw some surveys. You saw surveys. Yeah. I did. Oh my God, these are there's you know no way either. Depending
2: one on the sample are, size, it uh, can be murky. Uh, but studies do show Circle K <sighs> number one. Sheets number two. And actually, the latest study shows Bucky's is three. Wawa is four.
3: I'll tell you this much. Uh, Circle K uh, is America's third stop so no matter what the surveys show, we know it's America's Thirst Stop. And of course, it has a brand new membership program. They'll get you all sorts of free stuff. You like free stuff, I like free stuff, we all like free stuff. You want free candy, free chips, free soda? Get down on the Inner Circle membership program, it's free. Uh, All you gotta do is join the Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit circlek.com for details. Uh, You'll save 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips. And you'll also buy buy five, get six uh, free on a selection of circle k products including pizza coffee and ice cold fountain drinks so uh do not miss out on that uh ralph also, ralph
2: thank you yes for pointing out the clutch circle k has pizza
3: it does and they have pizza fridays where it's like 40 percent off or something if you have the app make sure you get that again Get Circle um, K app. but you know, i don't care what surveys show i don't care what reports say i don't care what experts say this guy is the guy? He's my guy, and it's one and only uh Vice Mayor Jesse Friedman coming to us live from Chase Field. Thunderstick, what's Thunder up, buddy? Stick. Are you? Where are you? Are you in the press box? He's in Mike Hazen's in No, well, I'm okay.
4: not. I'm not in the press box. I'm in the, I'm in the same place I normally am. So okay. Does it look
3: different or something? It looks Wait, wrong? It, looks like, wrong, it looks like you're lower, closer. I don't know what's going on behind you, but Uh-oh. it's a great view. Maybe it's just the fact that I'm so sad. Uh, that, that, that everything looks closer to me because the diamondbacks once again did not show up and, uh, it, it, you know, obviously Zach gallon was not great on the mound uh, for this team, but also, uh, it's another night where you could kind of spread the blame around a bit as it wasn't Gallon's sole responsibility for this loss.
4: No, it wasn't Gallon's sole responsibility. Uh, I mean, I think it was obviously he didn't, he didn't pitch well. And I mean, that, that was a, a big factor in this game, but You know, I guess I could go back to to what I was saying about yesterday's game. If the Diamondbacks had lost that, about the offense and the fact that, you know, the Diamondbacks only scored one run in this game. Uh, They had one hit, exactly one hit in six consecutive innings, which is just a really, really hard way to score a run. I think actually that continued even to the ninth inning. So I think it was seven innings, three through nine. The Diamondbacks had exactly one hit in every single one of them. And I don't think Uh, any of them were the leadoff
2: hit. None of them were the leadoff hit, I believe, of the inning
4: yeah i think you're i think you're right and, and that's just obviously not not really a recipe to to be scoring runs um you know they didn't get completely completely shut down by the phillies pitching staff there were some base runners but at the end of the day uh, you know a series like this is going to come down at least in part to how are your best players doing compared yeah. to the other team's best players yeah and that's and it, that's it's been very lopsided in that in that respect right corbin carroll did have a hit in this game, but it was only a second hit of the series, right? Christian Walker had yeah. a double in this game. That was only his second hit of the series. Tommy Pham didn't play today. He only has one hit in the series. Those are those are you know really important players in the middle of the Diamondbacks lineup. And on the other side, you've got Kyle Schwarber hitting his fifth home run of the series in five games. You've got Bryce Harper hitting another home run. Both of those guys homered in game one against Zach Gallon. They get him again uh, toward the end of his start today. So, yeah, I mean, you know, the Phillies best players, including Zach Wheeler, of course, uh, are outperforming the diamondbacks, best players. And, you know, the backs are still, you know, they still have a shot here, but, you know, heading back to Philly uh, with the Phillies only needing one win in two games is, is obviously a really, really difficult place to be.
3: Uh, I, you know, again, I, I, I definitely didn't mean to say gallon wasn't on the hook for this one. Like the chat seems to be taking that. I was just <laughs> meaning again, gallon could have pitched, right? Like a, a could could have given up two runs tonight and it still wouldn't have been enough to win this game with the way the offense performed. So, uh, you know, there's just, there's, there's, there's blame to be placed around. The team was able to get hits, but again, nine hits and somehow just not really productive, you know, not, you know, never, never really stringing anything together that felt like a real, you know, like, like any kind of rally or, or any kind of offensive, you know, uh, I guess. I guess output from this team.
4: Yeah, and, and they made some mistakes too, right? I mean, you go back to you go back to that first inning uh, on the double steal play where Bryson Stott, you know, tries to steal second, and Bryce Harper comes, you know, tearing his weight toward home. Uh, I know that wasn't, you know, some people might say that that wasn't a super clean slide on Bryce Harper's part. It wasn't really much of a slide. I, I see where you're coming from. I'm not really sure where Elsie was supposed to go exactly. But yeah, I mean that's a play where you're probably supposed to have an out. Could tell Marte bounces that throw to the plate, and Gabby Moreno was was unable to was unable to corral it and and you know place the tag on Harper. Kind of a similar situation yesterday with Emmanuel Rivera, you know, trying to get an out at the plate, and he bounces the throw, and Moreno wasn't able to handle it there either. So you know that play right there costs you a run. I know there was also kind of a funky like cue ball single off the bat of Kyle Schwarber that started the game. Theoretically, without that, the Phillies wouldn't have scored any runs in that first inning. I guess that's just sort of a tough break. Uh, But the D-backs made another mistake soon after with Corbin Carroll running the bases. Uh, You know, he's at second base. Gabby Moreno at the plate hits a single, and and he you know he hesitated. Uh, He went back to second before taking off and heading toward third. And that situation uh, with Trey Turner going to his left. Trey Turner, you know, was it was going to be a really hard play for him if he did get there. And if he did get there, his momentum was going to be moving in the opposite direction of third base. There's really no way that Trey Turner was going to go to third base on that play. So Corbin Carroll should have been going off of contact and he should have scored on that single by Moreno. So, you know, just those two mistakes right there, you know, that's a two run swing in this game. Obviously, the Diamondbacks wound up losing by more than that, but... You know, you can kind of pick out some different things sure. in this one where maybe this shouldn't have been quite as lopsided as it was.
2: I don't, I don't know if Corbin had said that he thought that maybe uh, Turner was going to catch that on a line drive because it did kind of have that appearance. And in, in that case, he would, you know, obviously need to go back to second. But are you surprised that we're sitting here, Jesse, Saturday night? There's going to be a Game Six, which, as we know, means that the Diamondbacks have uh, put up a fight. They've won two games in the series, and yet, despite all that. The Diamondbacks have only one stolen base in this series. They've had many opportunities. They've had many base runners. Corbin Carroll's been on first at at least once in just about every single game, sometimes twice, like tonight, with the leadoff walk to start the game and a single uh, in his next plate appearance. Are you a little surprised that there's been one stolen base? And on top of that, it's Loris Gurriel
4: yeah i mean that's uh, you know if you had told me that up front before the series started that would have sounded like a recipe for the d-backs to like go get swept or something um you know i mean obviously stolen bases aren't going to be everything but it it was on paper and a, a big advantage that the diamondbacks were supposed to have in the series or at least some sort of an advantage i know the phillies stole a lot of bases in the regular season as well but yeah we did talk with corbin carroll about that after the game in the clubhouse and he basically said it kind of boils down to a math problem. Uh, Aaron Nola did this in his start. Aaron Nola introduced sort of like a, a slide step sort of a situation that allowed him to be uh, faster to the plate. And Zach Wheeler was faster to the plate today as well uh, than, I, than I think he normally is. The Phillies have clearly you know, been very intentional about making some adjustments. And Corbin Caro just admitted like, they know that I'm they know that I want to run and they've made it so that the math doesn't work in my favor anymore. And Carol talked about how he still feels like he's doing his job in the sense that he's forcing Philly's pitchers to be faster to the plate, uh, which theoretically, you know, might throw off their command, might make them, you know, more prone to making mistakes that they wouldn't otherwise. So I think there is still some merit in that. But yeah, I mean, at the yeah. end of the day, your D backs have been out homered in this series 10 to 3. That is far from ideal. But you could argue even worse, given what we know about the Diamondbacks' identity, is that they they really haven't you know tapped into their running game at all.
3: Yeah, it, I think that's the biggest problem is is that it feels like this team isn't doing the things that that brought them here. And then even yeah. some of the things that that you know won the Dodgers series for them, right? Like that I've I've had that question to the asked me by like the casual fan that just has kind of been watching through the postseason, like. where where, where's the four home run inning I thought you guys were like just smashing the ball yourselves and it's like that was that was honestly such an outlier that was such a unique moment I mean it was literally a a, a moment in postseason history but it was literally just like this weird night where the Diamondbacks just were absolutely dialed in for this period of time and it felt like none of the none of them on their roster could not hit a home run right but for the most part we know that this team has done it by manufacturing runs they've done it with the creating chaos that they've talked about and uh, i mean again i know that uh you got to give credit where credit is due someone said earlier that we weren't giving zach wheeler enough credit i i felt like we talked about zach wheeler being wonderful quite a bit not only after game one. But tonight we've talked about it. Uh, We we do have to find fault in our own team. This isn't a Phillies podcast. So again, for those of you (laughs) fans that want to talk about Zach Wheeler, you should maybe go find uh, a Phillies podcast for that, not to shoo you away, but that's not what we're here to talk about. I will acknowledge though, Zach Wheeler has been incredible. And I think we even said earlier that he deserves, you know, potentially to be the MVP of the NLCS with the way that he's pitched. But again kyle schwarber five home runs there's been lots of reasons why the diamondbacks have lost the games they've lost and unlike the ones they've won which were very close and competitive for both teams the ones they've lost have been you know there's been a couple of blowouts in there that really make these two teams look like they're not on the same level which has been one of the arguments about you know the nlcs in general and i one thing i will not stand for is is talk of the diamondbacks not belonging here because this team has actually has absolutely been outstanding in the postseason and they deserve to be here. But again, hats off to the Phillies because they are an incredible team. And again, the things they're good at, like stopping the run, is one of the Diamondbacks strengths. So since they're good at stopping the run, it feels like they're really holding the Diamondbacks back on part of their, you know, on part of their, their what what brought them here, that DNA that we talked about.
4: Yeah, yeah, and I mean it, it is true, like the you know, the Phillies wins in this series have been a little more uh a little more <laughs> commanding perhaps than the Diamondbacks wins. Diamondbacks won by, you know, a single run in, in both of their wins in the series and obviously both of those games were were incredible baseball games. I mean, two of the best playoff games that have ever been played at this venue that people are going to be talking about for yeah. a long time. Yeah. But yeah, at the same time, I mean, you know, the D-backs and their two wins outscored the Phillies by two, and the Phillies and their three wins outscored the Diamondbacks by 17. You know, there's just sort of a sort of a difference there, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. this, this Phillies offense is is really formidable and yeah you know i I don't think the diamondbacks players would be comfortable you know giving all of the credit to zach wheeler i think they expect more of themselves and you know certainly expect better at bats it's something that alec thomas talked about after the game uh but at the same time you i think if you're the d-backs you do have to tip your hat on a certain level here uh i think i saw a stat zach wheeler among postseason pitchers with more than 60 innings uh one strikeout an inning um and I think it was a ERA under two and a half and a whip under one. Uh, Zach Wheeler and is the only one on the list alongside Bob Gibson. Only those two guys have have done that. Uh, the whip might have been under 0.9, but something That's along cool. those lines. Zach Wheeler is Zach Quite Wheeler is pitching. Yeah, he is he is pitching insanely well in the postseason as he did last year. Um, as, as he did last year too. And you know, the D Backs saw Zach Wheeler in the regular season. They didn't see this version of him. Like, I genuinely believe that Zach Wheeler is pitching his mind out right now. Um, but the D-backs, you know, they're seeing him here for the second time. And, you know, I think even though he has pitched well, there's still some level of expectation that you have to kind of figure some things out against him at a certain point. And, uh, you know, outside of the the Alec Thomas home run, that bats are pretty much completely silent today.
2: All right, Jesse, what is, uh, what is if there are any, Positive takeaway from this game that at least the Diamondbacks can go into Philadelphia. They'll have a practice day on Sunday, uh, before an early game six on Monday afternoon, two oh seven here in the valley. But what do you think? You know, if you were inside that that locker room, what do you think you might hear Toy Lovello say to their guys to say, Hey, you know what? It's all right. We got we got game six. We feel good about it. What are some of the key things that he might hit on in that conversation?
4: I mean, honestly, I, I can't necessarily speak to what Tori Lovello would say, but if it's me, I, I'm just thinking about the fact that the Diamondbacks are here in the first place. Like, forget that you've been outscored by 15 runs in the series and that you're down 3-2. to two. You're two wins away from the World Series, right? Uh, and that's, that's a formidable, uh, that's a difficult ask, right? I mean, going into Philly, uh, historically, right, we've talked about it on the show, there's been no more uh no better place uh for a postseason team to play than citizens bank park in terms of their record in in that ballpark it's crazy how well the phillies have played there especially over the last couple of years but you know you've got a shot and and baseball is a weird sport and uh anything can happen you know if the diamondbacks go in and find a way to take game six you you, you've got yourself a game seven And Game 7s are wild in baseball, and you never know what can happen. And it's the same in Game 6. I mean, you don't know what can happen in either of these games. You know, I think even though the Phillies have more firepower in the lineup, they have better stuff in the bullpen, um i think i think that's pretty clear you know there's their top two starters have performed better than the d-backs top two starters in the series but if you're the d-backs you are two wins away from the world series you are still in an incredible position you're still in a position that 26 other teams are extremely jealous of right now and you still got a shot and so you know i i have to believe that that's sort of the mindset in at least in some in some respect going into philadelphia
3: um Question that came up here, which was insane. I just need you to go up there, little Damon, about Tori Lavallo. Uh, I, 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 I just have to really uh, sports and wrestling connection ads. Question for y'all: Should uh, should Tori Lavallo <laughs> be on the hot seat? On the hot seat, Tori Lavallo does deserves an extension and an <gasps> NL manager of the year nomination or at least a couple of votes, retroactive but, votes. I mean, man, this, <laughs> I like. I know that the whole fire Tory thing and questioning Tory thing has been a narrative. I know a lot of people uh, have have disagreed with ways he's managed, but you, you, and and I've even heard the crazy take like, Oh, this team has succeeded in spite of Tory. Tory has been an incredible manager of this team and he is a huge reason why they've made it this far. So I just want everybody to remember that. And I mean, even if he isn't an NL Uh, Manager of the Year candidate, he definitely deserves an extension and continues to deserve deserves to work alongside of Mike Hazen to make this team better and keep them on the path they're on because this is the path you want a young team uh, to be on, especially a team like this Diamondbacks team that is here ahead of schedule. So let's not forget that. But we appreciate you guys Uh, and Jesse. I know we told you we're getting you on a bus we told you couldn't go to tonight's game we we have upgraded you thanks to the super chats from last night actually Saul very much told me to tell everybody we're sending Jesse on a flight we're not sending him on a bus uh, but it is uh, a, a red eye so you need to get the hell out of here in fact uh, because you need to get to Philadelphia in time for their workout tomorrow so we appreciate your time we appreciate all of your wonderful work and we look forward to talking with you on Monday when we do uh, a little bit of post game from Philadelphia
4: what should I, what does one do on a red-eye flight? Like, am I supposed to actually fall asleep? Is yes. that how this works? No,
3: no, Jesse, because you know you don't sleep, sleep at night anyway, so you're going to do the thing that you always do. and That's True. right. Keep the computer out. Just click, click, clack, clack away. You'll be in Philadelphia before you know it, and you know your story still won't be done. So you'll take an Uber to the hotel, and you'll finish it up. You won't get any sleep tonight. <laughs> and that's how that's how you and I both know this night's going to go. Let's admit it. Let's and, not lie.
2: And you know you're supposed to be drinking water and make sure you stay hydrated? What? Don't drink the water on the plane. Don't drink the water on the plane, please.
4: Wait, but, what? Uh, Why not? Uh, that, that's What's the wrong thing? with the water on the don't plane?
2: Don't drink the water on the plane. N- no, you, oh, you should never water? Eat or have the coffee on a plane. Is oh, the, the water not bottled? Not what? good. No. If it's bottled,
4: what? you're good. But if what if it, do I need to know about the water on an just airplane? don't drink don't water don't on know. airplanes.
2: Do a quick Google search and you'll thank me. Don't drink water on airplanes. Also, don't unless it's in a on bottle, airplanes. Unless it's in a bottle.
3: It's a good time for you to get work done and do stuff on airplanes. Hey, don't I, I reminded him to bring his water bottle to, to Philly. Is it water bottle? No, because it's going to Philly. I don't know. I think it has Just to be, be right? I'm done yeah, 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 next next be. Days. yeah, it has to be. You have to get out of here. Get some I need water to get ice. him out of here because he's got to come pick you up and take you to the airport. So we all got to go. Yeah, true. <laughs> See you in a couple of minutes, buddy. <laughs> Tell Jack I miss him. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. See you guys. <laughs> Later, Bill.
2: All right, let me just clean up the notebook here a little bit with some notes. Sure. Fifth inning, Castellanos hit one. 4.01 yeah. to center. Six out of 30. It would have dung. 6.20 expected 20. batting average. Brandon Marsh, liner to right, also had a 6.20 expected batting average. Uh, Alec Thomas, the short King Snake. Amazing. Fourth home run of the postseason, 399 feet. Only five players have ever homered four or more times in a single postseason under the age of 23, and two of them were in the ballpark and in the lineup today. Evan Longoria and Schwarber, yes. He's the first Diamondbacks player in team history with four home runs in a single postseason. Ahead of Gabby Moreno, has three so far in 2023. Chris Young during 2011, and Luis Gonzalez, three in 2001. It's the second time this postseason he's homered in consecutive games, and it's the fifth time in Diamondbacks postseason history that a player has homered in consecutive games. Thomas is the only player on that list to do it twice. How about that? Yeah. D fans apparently in the top of the eighth were doing the wave, and that may have caused Real Muto's two home two run home run. Disgusting. Yep, yeah, could be. Uh when the in road an team N L
0: C S game.
2: You have weren't happy about shame. the Marte error because had he not made that error, only would have been a solo. When the road team wins game five like the Phillies did tonight what to take a three-two series doing? lead, they have won the series 22 out of 28 times. That's 78.6% oh, like of the this. time, including seven of eight times in the LCS. And, final note, there was a two-out rally in the ninth by the Diamondbacks. Evan Longoria walked. Jerry P. singled.
3: Game over. I don't like any of these notes at all. The Alec Thomas stuff was good. I mean, the Alec Thomas stuff was fine, but the rest of it it made me made me say, don't call him Short King Snake. We had a Short King. He had all the tools, and we traded him uh, to Toronto. And that's fine. And that's fine, because we got Mr. Diamondback, Gabriel Moreno, and, of course— my hair twin, Lord is Junior. In return, but uh, we need we need all those guys to stay, uh, step up, step up. You got to. This series is down to an elimination now, and the Diamondbacks have their back against the wall. So uh, we will be back here on Monday to da- discuss this. Damon, I have a question. Is, do you think game six is a must-win game? Oh,
0: God. <laughs> I, hate it I hate Well, you. I mean, that's definitely an interesting
3: talking point. It's it's something it I could might have to think be. about a little bit more. It's just not. It just depends on how you look at it. It really no, depends it on how you depend. look at it. No, it, it is a must-win no, game. It, looks, it depends on how you look at it.
0: Um, D- but Derek, anyway. Can we talk about my audible sigh when jesse was like i think the diamondbacks have to think about just being happy to be here
2: i did hear you oh
0: i mean come on yeah.
3: dude yeah we're in the nlcs yeah, yeah. give that's, me two more wins. that's big loser talk that's big that's time the loser biggest talk. of
0: loser talks yeah. no it's all I right i hope to it's god right. the diamondbacks bo- dugout is not thinking like that i hope yeah. to god <laughs> that'd be the worst possible
2: mentality ever they're not uh, out of it man they're just not out of it yeah
3: they still yeah it Technically, you're right. They're, They're not, not out of it. When people say, do they have a chance? Yes, they actually mathematically have a over. chance. It's the way that it works. Benjamin Hunley says, winning the next two games in Philly after destroying everyone's faith in them is exactly the type of thing the 2023 D-backs would do. Facts. But, facts. Uh, an M to the world, uh, a, an obvious Phillies fan with a terrible profile picture uh, has just he's yelling about answer me with an answer back we appreciate you being here again phillies fan diamondbacks fan we don't care who you are we're just we're just happy that you love baseball as much as we do so uh again uh kudos to both of these teams and honestly hats off to the phillies for uh being just a juggernaut that is difficult to deal with uh and kudos to the diamondbacks for being in a position that they absolutely kind of have no business being in. But we'll see what happens on Monday. You can follow us on Twitter. In the meantime, I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Pat is at Pat. That's Patty Plantains. He's at Patrick D Lyons, uh, the maniac behind the Mac. He is the people's producer, and he is our dog. I Damon was
0: dog. absolutely a maniac. Well, you were
3: absolutely a maniac tonight. You were an unhinged. Yeah, absolute, it for was sure. bad in here. Tootsie had to come in and give him a talk. He had Totri to talk him down, literally off me. of a ledge. Tootsie literally had at to me. talk him down. Yeah, it was wild. But anyway, uh, you can follow him at Damon Dog. That's D A W G. Uh, and we are woof woof wolf. Wolf. Of course, you can follow uh, our show at PHNX underscore d but all roads do lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you guys so much for your time tonight. We appreciate you stopping by no matter what laundry you wear. And remember kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you are not facing elimination.